Hello and welcome to Yudcast, episode 86. The last Yudcast episode of 2018. This is Head of School Dan Glass with you once again, recording live here in the Sound Lab at the Brandeis School of San Francisco. It is good to be with you. It is good to be with you uh, uh, as we prepare to close out uh, this year and head off to our winter break. Uh, we're going to start this Yudcast 86th episode with a poem as we have started almost all 85 previous episodes with a poem. Um, and this is one that comes from a book that is on the list I'm going to be sharing with all of you in today's episode. Um, although not, uh, not the, the piece that's, um, mentioned on the list. Uh, this is a book called Ceremonial by Carly Joy Miller. I've shared it previously here on the Yudcast, and uh, this poem is called Ceremonial Psalm. Blessed art the wild boys who cross reveries, all sweet milk, sweet tongues. Leave them small as pins under a sky that folds like an eyelid. A kiss quicks a valley of thirst, and Lord, never let them thirst. Must I saint myself at the altar of your thighs, house your sweat, cross myself three times before bells chime for more salt? Wound me instead. With no music left, play metal and dust along my false ribs. Measure my years in plums and water, stones and fire, in grief. River my grief. Blessed art the drowned boys, shot boys, bold boys with shoulders wide as wandering albatross. In fable, hours drear on with no sound. Wound me into a thousand clouded rooms occupied with boys I could love. If not for restraint, if not for whims, each boy creases his room, mercy's a corner in waiting. Each lover I name, Lord. Each Lord a new ceremonial of wings. To say, I just really appreciate um, her voice as a poet here. Um, the it's a very strong um, lyric eye here uh, in this book, and it, it's just uh, it is truly beautiful. Um, so. Uh, it, to start off 2018, my very first Yudcast episode of the year, I shared some of the things I had read in 2017 um, that uh, I had especially enjoyed. Um, and uh, I, I decided at that time I wanted to get back in the habit of sharing a list of, uh, of things I had read or encountered over the course of the year that had really made an impression on me. And so we're going to end here this year uh, of 2018 also with a list. And this, these are the, uh, the books and the media that most impacted my thinking this year um, and in a mostly chronological order in terms of when I encountered them in, during the year. So the first thing on my list is George Saunders' novel, uh, Man Booker Prize winning novel, um, uh, Lincoln in the Bardo. And uh, I've been reading widely enough for long enough that it's rare for me nowadays to encounter a book, especially a mainstream prize-winning book, 
that truly does things with its form that I have never encountered before. Lincoln in the Bardo is the first novel I read in 2018 and remains the most singular for its odd, ghostly, dramatis personae and for the hauntingly uncertain but undoubtedly moving father-son relationship that binds the whole. Like the other two big novels, quote-unquote, that are on the, uh, this list that I'll be sharing, um, that are also on many other year-end uh, best-of lists, lists, this one really is deserving uh, of all the praise it received. And um, it's, a, it's, it's challenging uh, at first to sort of sink into um, its rhythms and language. And I know I, I've spoken with some other folks who had a hard time uh, with the book, and I would just encourage all of you readers out there um, to to bring a little patience to its early chapters, um, because I think you'll be well rewarded by um, uh, sticking it out through the whole. The next thing on my list is actually three different things. It's the movie Black Panther, um, the uh, music video for This Is America by uh, Childish Gambino and directed by Hiro Mirai and Kendrick Lamar's album Damn. And these, this as a trio, each one of these is a meditation on, on blackness, violence, and power in America. And in some ways, these, these cultural objects uh, span two years. Damn uh, was released in 2017, and I, I first listened to it in earnest in the summer of that year. Um, but all three of them uh, really made me rethink artists and genres in the winter and spring of 2018. I hadn't thought that a Marvel fantasy could resonate so deeply with a cultural moment, um, though I remember as a boy uh, reading Black Panther comic books. I didn't read comic books a whole lot as a boy, um, but there was a, a phase of, I don't know, maybe two or three years um, is probably spanning late elementary through middle school where I read um, a fair bit of Spider-Man and X-Men and, um, and also Black Panther comics. And I can remember sort of wishing for um, a, a, a larger window um, into the alternate reality of Wakanda where uh, the Black Panther uh, ostensibly is from. Um, and uh, the movie, I just thought, uh, was spectacular in, um, in presenting a vision of, um, of a sort of unfettered um, blackness and then its encounter with uh, the broader world. Um, it, Childish Gambino, the, the next thing on that list, um, or Donald Glover, as he's known as an actor, I had never really taken him very seriously as an artist, to be frank, um, but he, it, it was such a, a virtuoso performance on his part. I mean, as a singer and rapper to some extent, yes, but really the music video of This Is America, which is, um, which is intense and disturbing, um, he, his dancing in the video is um, spellbinding. It just... Uh, beautiful and and um, and so evocative and such a sort of narrative uh, form um, and uh, the way he's able to switch registers in the video. I mean, I think it it, it will be one of the um, 
the the images or sets of images that most lingers uh, in my mind um, as we leave 2018 behind. And, you know, we had a, a moment this spring where um, we were uh, in celebration of Israel's 70th birthday as a country, um, having some conversations with different elements uh, as a faculty and student body. And I had an opportunity to teach a couple middle school classes. Uh, and we looked at the poetry of Yehuda Amichai, and um, it happened to be just after um, Kendrick Lamar had won the Pulitzer for um, for the album Dam, and he's the first non-jazz and, or non-classical musician uh, ever to be so honored. And um, so it gave us an opportunity to talk about um, you know these these major prizes that get bestowed on an artist, what they have to say about a national identity or a national consciousness, um, and and sort of a cultural moment as it exists in a country. And uh, I would say all three of these pieces of art um, really capture something about this cultural moment, something of the despair and the hope around race in America. Um, that's very true to right now, but that I'm sure will also resonate for generations. So the next uh, item on my list is uh, David Brazil's book, Holy Ghost. Uh, This is um, a book that was put out by City Lights Press um, last year um, that really beautifully plays with rhyme and meter. Um, uh, It it evokes um, uh, older moments in the life of poetry, um, but does so in a way that is so um, absolutely present in uh, in the our lived reality uh, in 2018 um, here in the United States. So, just a quick quote um, from a poem called "Kids." I'm reaching for your hand in the dark. I reach and reach, and is it found? How shall I find you in this kid? Oh, where in waste is wisdom hid? Uh, Another book of poetry that really resonated for me this year was a collection, a sort of new and selected, from uh, Hannah Block. Um, I've been sort of more attentive to uh, Hannah Block's work lately, after reading um, some of her translations of Amichai uh, over the last few years. And um, anyway, she has a book uh, called Swimming in the Rain that's a new and selected, I think it came out in 2015, but it's one that I spent some time with this spring. Um, so uh, from a, this is just a few lines from a poem called Crossing the Table. I want the language of lovers before they touch. When their eyes telegraph verbs only, because each word costs. Um, And uh, Bloch's work, to me, uh, really, it's it's very lyrical, very personal, um, and tells these amazing stories of herself, her family, and her loved ones. Um, And it's well worth picking up. Another fun book from this year was Basketball and Other Things by Shea Serrano. Uh, Shea, I know Shea Serrano's work from The Ringer, which is one of my favorite uh, pop culture websites. 
Um, and Shannon Gutierrez, my dear colleague here at Brandeis, gave me this book, Basketball and Other Things. Um, and Shea Serrano is just an amazing um, uh, chronicler of um, several of my favorite entertainment industries, um, including this basketball book. He also has one called The Rap Yearbook. And um, uh, both are excellent. Uh, he has a, a wonderful knack for... Uh, being surreal, uh, he is always hilarious, and uh, no book made me laugh out loud more this year than basketball and other things. Um, another great book from my year, Lifelong Kindergarten by Mitchell Resnick. This was an all-faculty read from this summer here at Brandeis. Um, Mitchell Resnick, who works at MIT's Media Lab, is somebody whose work I've been familiar with uh, for a number of years. I actually used... Um, his notion of the um, the uh, creative spiral or the spiral of creative work, I forget exactly what he calls it, um, in uh, some of the presentations I gave when I came here as a candidate uh, four years ago. Um, but uh, it, it was just a fun book to read, uh, lots of colorful, interesting examples um, of the power of play and creative thinking. Uh, and, you know, Resnick's is just an inspiring world to dip into, and it, it was really fun to bring that world back here to Brandeis. And we started our uh, academic year off as a faculty um, in book clubs talking about uh, that book, which was fun. Another summer read that I really enjoyed was um, Adam by Ariel Schrag. Schrag was a classmate of mine at Berkeley High School uh, many moons ago. Um, but this book actually came my way um, from a recommendation uh, from a Brandeis um, parent, Angie Dolphin. Um, it's at times cringe-inducing. It's often hilarious. And it's for, it, for me, it was just always eye-opening as an account of a boy's engagement with the queer and trans communities in New York City. Um, and really uh, a beautiful counterpoint to the work we've been doing as a school around inclusivity and gender identities in the 2018-19 school year. Um, in, in that work, we have talked a lot about um, sort of holding the stance of a learner that you know, you, you, you're not gonna know the answers to everything, but as long as you um, are in the stance of a learner, then that's gonna be um, a positive place to engage with uh, different identities. And this book really uh, put me in the position of a learner in a way that I just um, absolutely enjoyed. Next up, There, There by Tommy Orange. Um, so for me, I, I grew up uh, in a family that was very engaged in the American Indian movement in the East Bay in the 1980s. Uh, we regularly attended powwows. Um, we were very connected to uh, movement leadership. Um, uh, one of my brothers is half Native American and uh, was born in that time span. And so there there is uh, an account of the 1970s and 1980s uh, basically in that same community. And it, it really rang incredibly true and hit very close to home for me. There were there were characters that I that were in this book that I grew up around that I have known. Um, 
Not since uh, Welch's Winter in the Blood have I read an account of modern Native American life that feels so vibrant, so challenging, and so true. Um, this one also had strong curricular ties here at Brandeis in that uh, we've been doing work as a school with facing history and considering our first people's curricula. So um, it, was, uh, it was exciting to read this book um, alongside the thinking I have seen our teachers doing. Next is uh, Hybrid Judaism, Irving Greenberg, Encounter in the Changing Nature of American Jewish Identity by my friend, Rabbi Darren Kleinberg. Darren is the head of school at Kahila Jewish High School in Palo Alto, and he gave me this book of his, which I, I think is a, um, uh, a, a reworking of his dissertation um, uh, when we were visiting together last spring. And I, it's, it's one that's just ended up... Um, in my briefcase where I just toted it around with me um, uh, wherever I've gone and I've sort of dipped into it at various times, but it is uh, carefully researched, it is absolutely brilliant, and it, um, it really gives a fascinating account of our complexities and our hybridities and relativities as a Jewish community. It's given me a lot of food for thought and really resonates with uh, many of our challenges and opportunities here at Brandeis. Um, Ceremonial, I, this is the book I read from to start the Yudcast today. That's um, the last of my uh, poetry highlights for the year, although really there are many I thought about um, Tongo Eisen Martin's book uh, potentially on this list, the um, uh, the Goddess of Democracy, whose uh, name, the name of the author is escaping me right now, but that was another really brilliant poetry book I read this year. Um, but Ceremonial, um, I, I really, um, I have loved everything about this book, from its, um, uh, its physical form, its playfulness, um, as I already said, the strength of its uh, lyric voice. Um, and, uh, and it's one I've used a lot in thinking about spirituality um, and how we nurture spirituality in children. So I really want to recommend it to you. Um, it's, uh, it won the 2017 Horizon Poetry Prize, um, and uh, it's well worth your time. And finally, the last thing on my list uh, in the book that um, most shaped my consciousness this year is uh, has to be uh, the Overstory by Richard Powers. Um, it is a towering, beautiful, incredible novel. Um, it, it, uh, it makes the case as a book for a totally different understanding of trees, um, their relationships to each other, how forests communicate, how they are connected both above and below ground, and especially our relationship uh, to the trees in our lives. Um, I finished that book and saw the landscape around me with completely new eyes, aware suddenly of how little I know about the trees of California, the urban forest in San Francisco, or even the trees around my house. In reading the book, I was reminded of the power of sharing knowledge, of exposing our kids and ourselves to new learning, of the possibilities opened by seeing the world anew. And that, after all, is the point of reading, listening, and looking, to learn, to grow, 
and to see this amazing world of ours anew. So with that, I wish you all restful winter breaks, my friends. I hope you have times filled with songs and stories. Hope you get to do a lot of great reading and maybe even get out to the movies. Uh, Shabbat Shalom to any of you listening on Shabbat. We will be back with you in 2019. So until then, be well.